0: All right, so again, these are all empathy exercises at the end of each chapter. And this is kind of a, a corny quote I came up with. This developing art of war soft skills from these 10 Chinese cultural concepts in the Chinese honeymoon period. And this is the, the 10 concepts that I think will provide you a foundation to improve how you communicate with your counterparts in China. Uh, guanxi was the first one and chapter two is Li Yi Alright, so first, what is the practical definition? The practical definition of Li Yi is the perceived personal benefit of deepening Guanxi Alright, so there's a, there's a relationship between whether somebody is willing to develop this Guanxi with you and what they perceive is their personal benefit. And this is a, this is something that uh, we can talk about a little bit more detail. It's like, um, I think, Angela, you asked the question at the last event of someone that you were talking about, talking to in China, and you were frustrated. You know, it's always important not to understand how you benefit their company. For example, uh, I'm going to give you a big order or I'm going to give you lower pricing. You really have to consider what is the personal benefit to that particular person that you're talking with. Uh, and they may not get any personal benefit if you give them a big order. They're just responsible for taking the order. So having that level of awareness will improve how you're actually able to develop Guanxi with someone who in Western culture we think, well, if you represent the company, it's gonna you, you'll act as a fiduciary and you'll, you know, do what's ethically right for the company Don't assume that in China Just assume that they will always Be on the lookout for what is Their personal benefit of even Doing the job that they've been hired to do And once you have that mindset Then you'll be able to get much more out of The people that you That are your uh, kind of Access points to the things you want to do In China So we want to talk about personal Alright So that's good and And benefits, 好处, okay? Uh, Or, 利益, so benefit is is also can be translated into 利益, so this is all kind of, the different words essentially having similar meanings, but you're gonna have to really, through experience, you understand how to use these in the proper cultural context and when to use them. And of course, personal benefit is 个人好处 which means, whatever person, like if I'm talking to somebody who's just a buyer, he's not even the procurement manager. He doesn't. He's not the owner of the company. What do they really care about? Well, they probably care about more about the efficiency of how things are done, how quickly they can accomplish some of their objectives. They're probably going to be asking for lower pricing, and and how quickly can they get answers to that? Um, in a different world. Uh, They would also might be looking for some kickbacks. But I just want to say that when we talk about corruption in China, the thing that we have to understand is China. What used to what what would happen in China five years ago, 10 years ago and 20 years ago? The things that Westerners would perceive as corrupt and unethical activities, money under the table and stuff like that. That is all trending in a more positive direction for China, which means China is getting. Moving away from that, it doesn't mean that they've left it, but it just means that doesn't happen as much anymore. And there's almost no expectation from a Chinese person that their Western counterpart would do something corrupt. That's almost non-existent now. It used to be for Chinese people to do any business with a Westerner, you'd have to find a Chinese intermediary to do the corrupt things that you didn't really understand. That's virtually... Going away now, so everybody's expectation really needs to be adjusted, especially if you've heard a lot of bad stories about the things that happen in China. Another way to translate "personal benefit" in Chinese is "对 Okay, this is the question that Chinese people are asking themselves: What is? It's almost like with them, What's in it for me? Uh, and 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 the key is not to understand that Chinese people will ethically represent their organizations they're always looking out what's in it for me and sometimes what's in it for me isn't something that's corrupt it's just something else that they value that you may be able to offer now this is also a tricky thing that I wanted to highlight so when you're negotiating with someone in China uh, and and especially on the geopolitical stage, when you hear our politicians talk to each other and the Chinese Premier or, or Xi Jinping talk about things, Chinese people like to use this term, "swanging," or win-win. And I want to try to put this into context. So, Ying uh, is almost like what we call a 口头残. It's just something that they say before and after everything they want to say during their negotiation process. It's just something they say. It's not really how they think, at least not in a literal sense, except in terms of deepening guanxi. Win-win only means that they want to exchange goodwill with you. That means they want to give you goodwill, but they expect some goodwill in return, and they want that continuous reciprocity that's what they mean by win-win so from a western point of view you don't really want to it's confusing to try to interpret what win-win actually means so the way that I explain it it's not how they think in a literal sense it's only how they speak in terms of wanting to deepen their guanxi relationship with you alright another important aspect of this practical definition is is it is the perceived personal benefit. It may not be the actual personal benefit. And there's a lot of Chinese translations for perceived. It can be 感觉, it can be 自感, it can be 直感, it can be So there's a lot of ways to translate this word. But basically, what really it means is means it's just that they have a perception or feeling or a sense or an intuition that working with you, exchanging goodwill with you, will lead to some perceived personal benefit. And it's also a very practical thing. So one of the things that um, people who study Chinese culture and Chinese thinking, they talk about Chinese pragmatism or... Chinese people being 很现实 and, and this is something that is really if you understand this term Chinese pragmatism 现实 then you'll understand why Chinese people sometimes disappoint you when the Guanxi isn't there they're very pragmatic and what that basically means is they don't feel that they're going to get the expected personal benefit By doing what is expected of them Even if it's something that they promised And for them it's just very Pragmatic It's right. So The work The empathy exercises Li yi is the perceived personal benefit of deepening guanxi Let's say When you consider the pros and cons of any decision How much weight do you give to the personal benefits You would receive so I'm going to, I'm just going to go through this really quickly so we have a little bit more room for discussion. Uh, weight would literally be translated into 重量. But I think what we're trying to um, achieve or capture is 轻重, or the severity of something. Or Ho, what is the priority of doing something and that's what we mean by weight we're not meaning literal weight as in 重量 we're meaning the 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 severity of something or the priority of something all right so Guanxi is the based on the continuous exchange of goodwill Uh, goodwill can be translated into many things the main one is probably and it's based on giving face a lot of times the goodwill that Chinese people expect is just to be given face, and that's all they need. They don't need a hombal or or something corrupt. They just need to be given the respect that will give them face or gay That's really all they expect in many cases. And the way that you deepen guanxi, you talked we talked about that, uh, the drinking, the entertainment uh, in Chinese is translated as 社交, All right. Um, So I'm going to wrap this up real quick and then we'll just open up for discussion. So all of this is in the book, The Chinese Honeymoon Period. I want everybody to know that I'm writing my next book, which is called After the Chinese Honeymoon.